All right. Hi, everyone. I am back with my friend Brianna of the blog Coming in Clutch. You guys might remember her from last year's episode talking about fashion of the 2010s. And I am so excited to have my first recurring guest on. Brianna is a good friend of mine. And I thought it would be so much fun to talk 2020 fashion with her and just what is on the horizon for fashion this coming year. And welcome back, Brianna. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. Thanks for being my first, um, second appearance guest on my podcast. <laughs> first, second appearance. Yes. No, thank you. I appreciate it a lot. It's always so much fun coming on here. Thank you. And yeah, so I was just telling Brianna that our um, episode we did last year was actually my most listened to episode of my podcast so far. And I think it was a really fun topic. I mean, we can all relate to our good or bad fashion choices of the 2010s and reminisce. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all wear a bubble necklace or two. So (laughs) (laughs) definitely. RIP. So I thought I was talking to Brianna and I thought it'd be fun to talk about, you know, kind of what a weird year it was obviously in fashion for 2020. Um, Obviously, that's more of a lighthearted topic. But, you know, just like everything else in our life changed last year, so did our fashion and our outfit choices and probably our shopping habits. So I thought it'd be really fun to kind of chat more in depth and kind of like go back and forth about how our shopping habits or how our style changed maybe last year and then what we're seeing or what we're going to be wearing or gravitating toward for this new year. So I think there's a lot to chat about. It's, It's just so it's such a weird thing to chat about because, you know, our lives pretty much stopped come March last year Mm -hmm. and you know, getting dressed did for a lot of us too. So, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's definitely a weird year for fashion. It's a weird year, period. And yes. then it's an even weirder period for fashion. So, very well said. So, I, we kind of put together like a loose draft of like topics to talk about. And one of the first things I wrote on here was how did your fashion choices change in 2020? So, kind of a big question, but I think it's an interesting starting off point. Yeah, so I think, first of all, we can all agree that with everything that went on with 2020, a lot of us were looking for comfort and in all aspects of our life. And a lot of people, including myself, we went for loungewear. We wanted to be comfortable because we were home. We were working from home. I was working from home for a bit. Um, And so I definitely transitioned more into more loungewear, PJs when I was super duper lazy um, and wanted to get a little bit of extra sleep. Um, But then going further throughout the year, I think I got a little sick of just wearing loungewear and I wanted to keep my style and keep my creativity because I feel like when you're trapped inside for that long it's it it, kind of messes with you a bit so it's like I need to get my normalcy back and my normalcy is like being creative and doing artistic stuff and playing with clothes and whatnot so I think as the year went on I didn't want to keep buying things because I thought with the way the world was um people weren't buying as much people if they were laid off or whatnot they really had to be financially smart with what they were purchasing and clothes is probably not on their list so Mm -hmm. 
for me, I really started to dive into like Rent the Runway and Newly. And I know Rent the Runway in particular um, has been around for a while. And this was the first year that I really got into it. And I really love it. So because it like allows you to play with clothes that you may not normally play with and get your creativity flowing. Um, but then you can just zip it all back up in the bag and return it. And you don't have to like buy the clothes. You can just That's buy the nice. Yeah. That's, so I, I've never tried Rent the one, Runway. So have you continued to use it? I've, I see you post about it on Instagram and I've heard you, I've seen you rave about it. So it sounds like you've had a good experience. Oh yeah. Like I really do genuinely love it. I, I think I was a little skeptical at first because I feel like sometimes maybe towards a couple years ago, I feel like it got a bad rep with like some people didn't have like a great experience with it, mm-hmm. whether it was like the clothes weren't clean or like they had an issue with returning something or whatnot. And it's just scary having like designer pieces that you're in control of and you have to ship it in the mail. Um, but to be honest, um, I think their process is super duper easy. They make it very easy for you to just ship it back and forth and it's through FedEx. So like for me, I have a Walgreens right down the street that has a FedEx drop off. So I literally just like walk in and drop it off and it's, that's how easy it is. So, wow. um, yeah, so I've really been enjoying it and to the point where I wanted to compare. So then I also tried out newly which is kind of like a subscription deal with like anthropology and urban outfitters and like that whole urban brand type. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just only, I just recently figured out that like urban, like URBN, that whole like branch um, owns newly. I didn't know that until oh, a couple months ago. Interesting. So. That's a that's yeah. a great concept though, because I think they have such a large following, that whole umbrella of brands. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many loyal followers. And I think that's genius on their part to make a service like that. Oh yeah. And then it's like I feel like a lot of people start with Rent the Runway and then they go to Newly. Um, but I feel like both of them are just so different in, in a bunch of different ways and I think like depending on your needs either or would work for you and I think it's just such a fun thing to kind of play around with if you have the money it's not even that expensive um but I think it's way more expensive if you're gonna depending on your buying habits like if you like me and you or like, mm-hmm. I guess I'll keep it to me yeah, I I'm in there too Yes, I'll buy quite a bit of stuff since I mean we blog. We that's like what we want to do. We want to show people the latest clothes and whatnot. So it was definitely a financially smart move for me for the year. Um and I had a bunch of fun playing around with it and got my creativity flowing. So I I love that. So if you if you love something on from one of those services, do you have an option to buy it and keep it if you want to? Mm-hmm. Actually, I just bought my first piece from them. I got Ooh. a pair of Whitney Port um, plaid pants. And the cool thing was, I don't think this happens all the time, but I had two pieces where they got shipped to me and they had the tags on them. Like they hadn't been worn. So I got these Whitney Port pants with the tag on that I'm obsessed with, that I wear to work all the time. And I, I was like, I cannot live without these. I'm buying them. 
And so nobody knows for them. So it's like, wow, that's like the dream. Yeah. And you get a discount with it. I mean, sometimes it's not the greatest discount, I will admit, but for Mm -hmm. the most part, it's better than, I mean, you would buy in the store. So, so does newly, do they carry brands outside of that umbrella of like anthro and urban or is it just kind of their family of brands? So I think they have a couple of other brands, but the difference, the main difference that I found between them is that they're definitely more of like the everyday wear type, mm. that kind of clothes. And then Rent the Runway is more designers. So a lot of people will do it for like wedding season and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So I think it just depends. Like I like Rent the Runway because, I mean, we like fashion. Mm-hmm. We, I have like a big background in fashion so it's like I appreciate all the designer stuff and and whatnot I like playing around with that but it's like if you don't like that Newly's a really great option because there's so many more like affordable everyday pieces that you can play around with that's true and I feel like I mean that's such a good way to be like conscious especially during the pandemic and I feel like a lot more people are trying to recycle things or be smart about how they're spending their money on this stuff. And mm-hmm. I know ThreadUp is another big company. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never used them yet, but and I know Stitch Fix and there's so many options now, which is nice. Oh yeah. Like I've, I've been really wanting to dabble into like thrift shopping or thrifting, I should say, sorry. Um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a thrifter yet, but uh, I'm not either. So I'm not judging. <laughs> But it's like I've found so many people on Instagram that through like the thrifting hashtag and they all have such like creative styles and it it really makes me want to like get more into thrifting. But it's like it's kind of a daunting thing to me. So my my segue, slight segue into thrifting was Rent the Runway in Newly. Dipping your toe in the water. Yes. (laughs) I feel like you'd be very good. I could see you being so good at that. Oh, I had zero patience though. People are like, you need patience to like sit through everything. And I'm like, hmm, that's the one thing I don't have. I'm right there. I'm very impatient. Um, (laughs) So I feel like for me, I've I've never really done thrifting too much. Um, I did a segment actually last year on Cincy Lifestyle and we went to a St. Vincent de Paul and it was huge. And we actually put together like a few outfits for the segment and I ended up like buying some pieces. And again, you have to have patience because I, when you walk in, you look at this place and you're like, I I can't, like, I, I don't know where it starts. And I kind of like, I don't know. We, I started in like one little section and, you know, we pieced an outfit together and I actually like, bought this like blazer jacket thing and it I think it was like a very strange size it was like a petite but it was very large Mm -hmm. so it fit me and I bought it and it was like it I think you have to find that one piece and then maybe it gets your wheels turning but I I will admit I've not done it since because it's daunting oh oh my gosh yes it's so overwhelming and then it's just like where do you start and so it's like when I saw these thrifters like on Instagram and I started following them a lot I'm like okay teach me your ways how the heck do you do this because I know absolutely nothing I have zero patience I need quick tips and fast like <laughs> yeah do this. so yeah I mean I found so much information from them and they're all just so friendly with like trying to find different tips to help you out with it. And I really want to start doing that. I haven't gotten into it, 
but I do really want to try it out. There's actually a place near my condo that I've been wanting to like kind of do like a video on. I have not been there yet, but someone um, I used to work with told me about it a few years ago mm. and it's like a big warehouse. I don't know. I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up, but Ooh. it's been on my list of places I want to check out. And um, I feel like it would have very good potential. It's like I looked it up once and it's literally a warehouse, like probably tens of thousands of pieces. Um, but I think, I think the thing is like, you have to sift because there could be some really bad stuff, like maybe Mm -hmm. better days, but I'm sure there's a lot of gems in there too. So I'll have to look that up and I'll post about it, but, um, that'd be a fun, we should check that place out sometime. I can like see it from my window, but I cannot remember the name of it, but it's huge. (laughs) And I feel like a lot of the thrifting is like word of mouth or like hidden gems that there's a, yeah, like you said, a community of people mm-hmm. and they all know what's going on. And, you know, it's like this whole other world of amazing fashion and clothing and accessories. It's crazy. Cause it's like, I feel, I think I started getting into it because a lot of the same people were posting the same things. Like the, the, the puffer jacket from Abercrombie. It's not that I'm hitting on them, but I'm just saying, like, I, I wanted to, in a time where there is no creativity, I, yes. I wanted all of it. So it's like, okay, where are these like funky styles? And it's like, it was all people that thrifted. So I was like, okay, I need to, I need to tap into this or at least see how I can make my way in the door and that would fit into my style. That's awesome. And I, I literally, when you said that, I can totally see you being so good at that. Like of all the people I know, I feel like you're the number one person who would be like a a, ma- a master thrifter and like putting together an insane outfit that's well, all thrifted. Once I get patience, maybe, maybe <laughs> I can be a master. But until then, I'm just a young grasshopper. <laughs> so speaking of patience, because I, I, I totally understand. I have zero. I'm very impatient about a lot of things. Um, I feel like a good starting point, again, I don't have a lot of experience in this sector of fashion. This is just the few things I've done. Mm-hmm. I um, There's some really cute vintage stores in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like going to a vintage store, like they've done a lot of the work for you. Um, at least that's what I found. Cause I haven't, I don't own a ton of like thrifted or vintage pieces. Um, but last year I, or no, this was actually this was pre-pandemic. Um, I went to like this, a few like vintage stop, shops in Northside and um, they had a ton of cute vintage stores. And if you're not from Cincinnati, Northside is a really cool neighborhood to explore. Um, but I went to the store with my cousin and my mom. It's called Hybrid. And you, you should check, you would be obsessed. Oh. Um. I'm totally veering off topic, but I just like this, this store was incredible. And I feel like if someone is intimidated by vintage shopping or like thrifting or whatever, um, going to a store like this is the perfect place to start, at least for like someone like me, because I'm impatient too. And I feel mm-hmm. it, it can feel really daunting. And they, she had like a very nice curated, curated selection of things that you would all want. You would want to buy everything that's in her store. Cause she's already done all the legwork and, sifted through these pieces and, you know, done her homework to find all the quality items. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I got, I bought a vintage like Bergdorf Goodman um, 
sequin polka dot like jacket thing. Oh, it was like pink and white sequins and it's beaded. It was in impeccable condition. And it's one of the my most favorite things I've ever purchased. See, it's like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like the, the thrifters have tapped into something really cool. And it's just like, it tells a story more about your outfit because it's like a, this unique piece that you have no idea where it came from. But it's like a piece of history and you can like paint your own picture with it. So. Exactly. And well, I think that's interesting too. Um, so kind of going off on our stuff about 2020 fashion, it sounds like you may be rented more like did your buying habits or you know any of your shopping habits change other than I know you said you rented a lot more clothing this this past year did you find yourself buying different types of clothing or just really stopping your buying altogether or what what shifted in that arena no I would love to say I stopped buying things but me me too (laughs) I'm not judging (laughs) (laughs) I still bought things but I think As far as fashion, I didn't really, from what I remember, I mean, I feel like it was all blur, but uh, from what I remember, I think the things that I was really buying weren't even like fashion related, it was beauty related. And I got Mm. really big into like experimenting with skincare. So I think that was like the main thing I was purchasing. So it was like skincare, maybe some like white makeup, but nothing super crazy, which I feel like skincare can be like really interesting or really boring. depending. Oh, on I think it's fascinating. I just started getting into all that this past year too, because um, mm-hmm. I started going to um, a local like med spa, um, your mm-hmm. wellness center, and they taught me so much. I was horrible about taking care of my skin. And mm-hmm. I think, I think once you make that transformation, once you cross over to the other side of like wanting to dabble in that skincare world, it's like your eyes are opened. Um, cause yeah. I, I just had no clue before that. And I was, I'm right now I'm breaking out cause of wearing a mask all day long. Oh, but I think, amazing. yeah, like you said, I kind of discovered skincare stuff too last year. And it re- like, I think I've always been a little bit pessimistic about skincare. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I didn't go into that world at all earlier because I, you know, like every other girl in high school, like I, I would get breakouts and stuff. I never had severe acne, um, but I, I would get breakouts and, um, you know, when you're in high school, it's embarrassing. And like, I think I tried proactive and all that other stuff and nothing ever worked. And I, I had a very mild case of things, but I just always felt like everything was kind of a scam. And then I, once I got medical grade, like moisturizer and face wash and really got to like get a I got a scan of my face and my skin and you can see like what's going on that was like a game changer oh I think I remember you talking about wasn't it this year that you did that yeah I'm trying to god I have no sense of time I think it was in like January maybe of last year I like vaguely remember you talking about this. It sounded because it, I remember the scan. You said something about the scan. And the scan it was, was terrifying. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it, it's a pain-free <laughs> scan, but the results of my face were terrifying. <laughs> to clarify, <laughs> interesting was <laughs> <yet> terrifying. <laughs> well, I just remember you talking about that. I'm like, oh wow! Like, I don't know if I want to see what's under my skin now. <laughs> I feel like I have like very bad like I when I started there I had very bad skin but like 
it was crazy. Just using face wash that was medical grade cleared up all my blemishes. I was getting facials and other, um, you know, treatments done. And it even got rid of like acne scars, which I never thought was possible. I I thought all that stuff was like not real. Um, so sorry, I just went off on a very long-winded tangent, but I would, I, I think skincare is fascinating. And I think in 2022, since we're trying to take better care of ourselves and maybe not spend as much on consuming things or fashion or whatever, fast fashion, any of that stuff, taking care of your skin is a good way to maybe spend your money if you're, you know, wanting to do something better for your body. Oh, yeah, 100%. That was basically what I spent my money on. <laughs> were, were, there any, were there any, like, brands or, like, yes. you know, like, did you figure out more about your skin or what is a good routine for you? So, for me, I have, like, combination skin. And so, I have, like, oily parts and I have dry parts. Um, mm-hmm. And so, for me, I always thought that, like, don't moisturize too much. Like, you're going to clog your pores and blah, blah, blah. And the thing that was a game changer for me that I never got into that I thought was just didn't work were toners. So, I got into a, I got into a toner which helped with uh like not drying it out but like mm-hmm. getting rid of the excess oil so I could put my moisturizer over top to make it like actually hydrating instead of like oily so that was the big deal that I discovered and the big brand that I really like is you to the people they oh, I've never heard of that oh you to the people oh they they may be a little pricey, which it sucks, but <laughs> they are awesome. Oh my gosh, they're so good. I don't know what if they have like miracle stuff in their products. I love wow. them. Wow. Well, I feel like that's that's like the epitome of skincare mm-hmm. because it, before I started going to your wellness center, um, like and kind of toward the end of 2019, I was like, okay, I'm getting married soon. Like my skin is a hot mess, and I was buying like products that were expensive. And um, I would read tons of reviews on them and think like, oh, this will be the one. Like this is going to fix everything. And I would use it and I was like – I just kind of like felt jaded by all of it because yeah. I think it takes – so. I think one – like I think sometimes it is expensive and if you find something that works, like it's worth yeah. the money because you mm-hmm. – you you know, we've probably been all using different products since we were like teenagers or in college. So mm-hmm. I think once you find something that works for you, like – hold on to that and stick with that routine especially with skincare because it's so different for everybody like you to the people work so well for me but it could work terrible for you for all that's so so interesting yeah so it's like once you find that that signature thing that works for you it's like uh, at that point it's like i don't care if it's expensive give it to me (laughs) exactly well like that's like the first impression for people and you i feel like if your face is breaking out or feels bad if you can like feel that and see it it, it can affect your whole mood or your personality or your confidence and it's not good. Yes. That is a big thing for me. Big thing for me is skincare. So, but what about you? What did your buying habits change much? So I was trying to think about this. I feel like the first few months. So, um, you know, I feel things, I guess, started shutting down in like mid to end of March. Um, I'd say probably for those first few months, it totally did. I, I would think that it, pretty much stopped for the most part, like altogether. 
And like you said, like you understand, we're always kind of browsing or shopping or adding to the cart. And um, yeah, I think for the first few months, I'm pretty confident that it all pretty much like was put on hold other than buying some like skincare products. Mm -hmm. And because it was just so weird, like even like the real estate industry kind of not shut down, but it was kind of on pause, like holding your breath. Like the month of April, from what I remember in real estate, kind of just like everybody was waiting around to see what was going to happen. So I wasn't really leaving the house too much for work-related things. And, um, you know, I felt like the blogging industry, like I didn't have a ton of like campaigns or events or anything going on around then either. So I feel like my whole, everything was kind of put on pause, like it should have been, because we weren't sure what was happening. So I think the first few months of the pandemic, I did stop shopping. And then it's like I started shopping again, but I feel like one of my big changes this year was like, I think 99% of things that I bought, it was on sale. So I think a lot of brands that were struggling this year and the whole fashion sector was struggling. So you would see like, I mean, J crew has sales all the time now, but you would see a brand get a bunch of new arrivals and in like a few days, they would probably be like having a big 20 or 30% off sale. Anthropology. Oh yes. my gosh. They're having a, they, um, a sale today, I think, a dress sale uh, or yesterday. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's probably over by now. I I faintly remember. I was like, at what, I was browsing at some point dresses, but I think it was last night, but I have no sense of time. I think it was oh. last night. <laughs> I swear. I, I will admit, anthropology killed me with those sales because it's like they Same. usually never go on sale. And then this year, it's like they all been, it's like they've been going on sale nonstop. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm nervous to like when they don't go back on, when they don't do sales anymore because I'm like, oh, I got to get some here now. Oh, wait, I, it's oh my God, Brianna. Same. I'm like, okay, well, this dress <laughs> is not going to be for sale in a few days and it'll probably be sold out my size. So I might as well get it now. <laughs> it's, it's so bad but it's like with anthropology i feel like that's like the one store where it's like i have no self-control <laughs> i i know like so i feel like i go i well, I always love anthropology like sometimes i always check the new arrivals at every website mm-hmm. and um sometimes with their new arrivals i'll see it like everything i pass i'm like okay i'm adding 20 things to my cart and then sometimes i'm like okay i need to dig a little bit deeper but i always I cannot leave that site without finding at least one thing. I'm oh. usually happy when I don't like a lot of things because that means I'll spend yes. less. You're like, yes. Oh, my I God. But, oh, they they just like curate the best products and brands. And now that they have their in-house brand, that's really tempting and dangerous. And oh, oh my gosh. Uh, yes, they, but, they do a great job of curating stuff. I would love to be a buyer for them. Oh my oh gosh, my that's like a dream job. But yeah, like oh. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I really gave a clear cut answer, but I would say I, I pulled back a little bit. I think maybe toward like the middle half of the year and on, I did start shopping a little bit more frequently. And I think too, I was thinking about this before we started recording. I did start buying stuff again. Everything was on sale, which I'm pretty proud of. And it kind of like reminded me that waiting out for a product, usually you can't get it on sale. Like I think in the past, I would if I would see something really cute, I was like, oh my God, I need to get it now or it's going to be gone. And that does still yeah. happen. But I think now with like brands changing how they're, you know, pricing things or just figuring out how the consumer shops, I think there are a lot more sales now. 
So mm-hmm. I think I've just this year gotten better about trying to stay patient and say, okay, I feel like at some point this will go on sale. And if it's still available, then it's meant to be. And if it's a good discount, then it'll it's worth buying. So trying to be a little bit more conscientious about what I'm spending. But I will admit on the flip side of that, I have still been buying stuff this year with the after the pandemic in mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And exactly <laughs> what you said. It's like we, we've gained a little bit of patience. That yes, it's, it's, it's a slow process. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But in, in true fashion of buying for after the pandemic, just a couple hours ago, I had a package come from Millie, which is one of my favorite brands. And Ooh. they they had a big sale the other day or last week. <laughs> It was like 30% off of sale. And I was like, okay, just going to check it out. And um, I mean, Millie's like not cheap. So if you can get Millie pieces on sale, that's great. But they, two pieces I had been eyeing for a few months were part of the sale. I think I got almost a $400 dress for under $100. (gasps) And these are not dresses for right now. But after they're like... If we have the Roaring Twenties again, these outfits will be – I'll have to send them to you. So one of them is like big sequ- – they're almost like – they don't even look like sequins because they're big like almost disc-like things. But it's black and it the whole dress is like covered. It's like a cocktail dress. Oh, and, um, my goodness. It's really cute. And then I got like a green sequin jumpsuit. For what? hopefully Christmas of 2021. I don't know. <laughs> but I, yeah, Ooh. I know. We'll have to talk about jumpsuits because I know you are having a jumpsuit moment right now too. Oh, love, love, love jumpsuits. Oh, I bet it's so pretty. Yeah. Yay. So I haven't tried it on yet, but I, I think, you know, I think it's not bad to buy stuff that makes you happy. Like, obviously, we've all been trying to watch our spending this past year, which I think is always a good thing. Um mm-hmm. But also on the flip side of that, still try to, you know, do things that maybe make you happy. Like some people love fashion and clothes and that's what makes you happy. So, you know, don't go crazy. But I think if there's something you see that you fall in love with and it, you know, brightens your day or gives you something to look forward to after this all ends, like a, you know, a really dark year for everybody, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because um, we all have our outlets of, you know, things that make us happy. and. For us, it happens to be clothes. Yes, yes. We could all use a little bit of happiness. And if it's a green sparkly jumpsuit, so be it. <sighs> so be it. <laughs> I like that motto. I will say, too, another thing. I mean, obviously, I'm addicted to jewelry. That mm. is evident. But I um, I did buy some more jewelry this year. And again, it was. Um, I think almost all of it was when there were sales happening. But I think that's been a fun way because a lot of us have been doing Zoom calls or FaceTimes or whatever. So I think jewelry is a fun way to like, even if you're in like a really casual t-shirt or something, like you can pop on some cute earrings and maybe feel a little bit more polished without putting in a ton of extra effort. So That's a good way to think about that. That's my excuse at least. I don't know. No, that's totally that's totally a good idea because it's like everybody is already in their sweats if they're doing Zoom calls at home. 
Yeah. And if you want, everybody's saying like they're wearing like a nice top on or a nice blouse on top or whatnot. But it's like, oh, no, you can still keep your T-shirt on. Just right. Just throw on some, some cool jewelry. Yeah, just some statement earrings. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think buying some things that make you happy is not the worst thing you can do because we're all trying to, you know, keep our positivity going right now. So um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of been my shopping habits this year. But not, none of the things I've been buying have been worn on me this year. Like they're all for like down the road because every single day I'm in elder high school sweatpants from <laughs> 2005 that I don't know where they came from. They're like cut open on the bottom. They're, the elastic is wearing out <laughs> rapidly and I wear yeah, them every like single that. day in my condo. <laughs> so yeah. I, I do not look cute in loungewear, but I know loungewear was a very popular thing this past year. So maybe I should invest in some of that with my money. Maybe. <laughs> there is a brand new um, – Aerie came out with a new line called Offline. And it's, like, more of an athletic wear. And I just got this, like, velour jumpsuit – or jumpsuit, what am I saying? I have jumpsuit on my mind um, – a velour track suit and it literally looks like a juicy couture like old school jumpsuit or jesus (laughs) track suit (laughs) and it is the comfiest thing i i i've ever worn i've worn it i got it for christmas and i have worn it every single day after i get home from work because it's like this is what i this is what i want to wear and it's like the whole thing is like probably 40 bucks Wow. I need to ch- yeah. I I have not heard about that line. Yeah, it's it's newer. It's definitely newer. I don't know how new it is, but um yeah, I would definitely check out their stuff. They've been killing it with their loungewear. Wow. I have a pair of um leggings from them and they're my favorite pair by far. I had never dabbled into their pieces before. Um and I bought a pair of leggings like a year or two ago, and they are the most comfortable, flat, super flattering. Yeah. I everyone says how flattering their pieces are, and I totally agree with them. Um, so I'll need to check out that line. Yeah, they they they've been doing a really good job. I think they've been hanging in there this year. I mean, I guess we won't ever know, but they sure look like they're hanging in there. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Well, and kind of speaking of this new year that we're in, which it doesn't feel like the new year yet, but um, one of the things I thought it'd be fun to talk about is what are your kind of personal style or fashion goals for 2021, like this upcoming year? Has anything changed with your style or how you plan on dressing this year? Actually, yeah. Um, So what was it? It was, I went to one wedding this year and it was my cousin or last year, 2020. Um, I went to my cousin's wedding in October and I noticed that I had this awesome dress that I wanted to wear, but I had no shoes. I have high heels for, from like prom that (laughs) nobody will ever wear (laughs) ever again. I have an obscene amount of prom shoes and I went to prom twice. So I don't know what happened there. Gotta have options. (laughs) And I have flats. I don't have heels. So I was having a weird issue with that. So I found, I somehow found a hole in my closet. So it got me thinking, 
that <laughs> in my it, it got me thinking that okay well what of the staples do I not have which that sounds like a crazy thought but um I know a lot of people have been dabbling into the idea of like a capsule wardrobe where they have like more of like a specific like set of pieces maybe they have like 20 pieces mm-hmm. and they stick to that and they'll just like cycle through all of that and that is their closet while I could never do that um it got me thinking that maybe I should have like a mini capsule collection of like staples to be able to mix in with like all of my super statement stuff so Mm. I'm looking into having like a a capsule collection as more of a backbone so like a trench coat and you're like make sure you have your button downs and then the heat like your classic like walkable heels and just stuff like that so I think that's on my radar for 2021 which is not super exciting but oh I think that's that's, I I think that's so cool because I've seen people do capsule wardrobes before um and I in my head in the past when I've seen people do them they were always like very minimalistic or very um they didn't seem very exciting or like you would just wear the capsule wardrobe, but maybe not accessorize too much. Like you mm-hmm. would just wear what was in that physical capsule wardrobe, which is fine. Like everyone has different personal styles, but I think hearing someone like you tackling that is like really exciting. And it makes me kind of like intrigued to see how you do it. Cause I think you and mm-hmm. I both like to accessorize or we love mm-hmm. color or we love mixing and matching. And like, you're the queen of mixing prints and all these other fun things. So I think having someone like you who's very stylish and loves, you know, experimenting or trying new things out, I think that's really cool. And I think that would maybe inspire a lot of other people who were not otherwise thinking of ever tackling a capsule wardrobe, maybe wanting to try it out at some point. Yeah, it's like I, I always was like, nope, never could do that. And like my aunt does it. And I saw her closet and I remember looking at it and it like I don't I don't usually get anxiety, but I was like <laughs> looking at it and I'm like I like can't breathe a little bit. Like where where is everything? <laughs> Where's the color? <laughs> it, I feel like all the capsules I've seen are just like no colors. Very neutral. Yes very neutral no colors there's like literally like her her hangers were like so spaced out like you could fit a full pen in between each of the hangers and I'm like you have so much room to fill it like oh my god I'm getting anxiety. like my jaw is dropping right now because I can't even see what's in my closet because there's no there's no pens in my closet exactly but like you just said you you don't know what's in your closet so that's what Mm kind of got me thinking it's like okay I have so much going on that I really should I don't want to but I really should go through and like figure out at least what doesn't fit Mm -hmm. and what is just completely not my style anymore um and like get rid of stuff and like figure out where are my holes in my wardrobe that I'm missing like the the heels for like weddings and stuff like I don't I don't wear heels but like for weddings you need like a nice shoe so yeah um yeah that is that is my goal I think that's I think that's very in line with 2021 I think that's really awesome and yeah I love the I'm like excited to see how you do that you'll have to share everything because 
I've never, I've seen people do it over the years and I just immediately say, well, I will, I will never, ever be able to do something like that. To now, instantly to now. And you're like, oh, yes, here's my chunky knit that I always wear once a week. And it's like, yeah. So I'm excited. I think that's really, I think that's a very impressive, like, plan for the new year with your wardrobe. And I'm, I'm super excited to see, because I think that would help me get motivated too. And just people who love to like experiment with color or wear different prints or different textures. So um, I I think you and I both love to accessorize. So I think it's really smart to have a capsule and have simple pieces you can build and you, you'll have that capsule and you could totally have a whole new outfit based on how you accessorize it, what kind of shoes you wear, what kind of jewelry you wear. Um, So I think that's really cool. Well, and the other thing that kind of sparked this was I I pulled my the people of Instagram, <laughs> people <laughs> of Instagram, on what they basically would find valuable for me to provide them in the new year, and uh, quite a few people were saying like how to wear like unique pieces, and I thought that was weird that they kept it kept being said. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really know how to show that. And I'm like, okay, so let's like back it up here a bit. Like, let's start from the beginning and go from there. So I really want to like, in the next month, I know next month, I really want to start this capsule wardrobe thing and see how that works. But um, yeah, it all started from like, how people were asking how to style unique pieces. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Let me let me figure this out first of how I can teach this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm that I'm uh, so I'm, that's really cool. Yeah. What are what are your goals? Huh, that is a good question and probably something I should have thought more in depth about. I I think again just being like smarter about um just what I'm buying and not even necessarily more practical because I feel like I have a pretty wide ranging wardrobe. Um, you know, I have a lot of statement dresses or statement pieces, but I also being in real estate have a lot of like, you know, button down shirts, what it, maybe they're colorful or fun stripes or color blocked or whatever. But I think just for me, maybe not shopping as much and just, I always shop in my closet. And I think, so I have, you know, I could go off on a whole tangent about like some of the influencers who, just buy entire new wardrobes like every mm-hmm. single year or wear something once. Um, but that could be a different episode. But I think so when I buy stuff, I always buy stuff with like longevity in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, you know, I'll buy a mix of like high end pieces or, you know, maybe more inexpensive pieces. But I try to buy things with like the thought process. OK, I'm going to have this in my closet forever. Like, and I've gone through waves where I'll go, I'll go through my closet and donate stuff. And obviously things do go out of style after a while. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think just sh- continuing to shop my closet, but to almost challenge myself to not shop as much like and spend money on clothes and just, you know, mix and match more. Um, I think too, and kind of what's interesting about the capsule concept yeah, like you said, I have so many clothes. Like we all have so many clothes. And I think just even getting better organized with my wardrobe, mm-hmm. I think that for me would be life changing because I can actually see a lot better what I have in front of me because yeah. I really I don't need anything new. And mm-hmm. each time I like will have a little shopping spree, I'll say, okay, this is it. And 
Um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I know I have plenty of stuff. And obviously we do fashion blogging. So at some point, you know, here and there, we do like to buy new pieces because, you know, fashion makes us happy. And, you know, it's kind of our jobs to like style outfits. And um, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling, but I just think shopping my closet more and just forcing myself to organize. So I've actually, a, a year or two ago, I um, bought a bunch of bins to like switch out off-season clothes. Mm-hmm. And I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit with it, but I, I am fortunate. I keep a lot of my like off-season stuff at my parents' house. And then, you know, I have my mm-hmm. current stuff at our <laughs> condo. But I think just like really coming up with a system of like, okay, this is all your winter stuff. This is all your holiday stuff. And just really organizing so I can see what I have and just really challenge myself to say, you do not need this, even if you're browsing. Sometimes I'll say, okay, I'm not going to buy anything. And then you'll go online and look at the new arrivals or you'll see something on sale. And, you know, and it's not bad to treat yourself. But I think that would be a really big thing that I want to try to tackle this year. And it's tough, but Mm -hmm. just shopping my closet more and just... Yeah, I don't know. I think just being better organized, which isn't really a style goal, but I think Ooh. when you have a lot of clothes, you can feel really cluttered and bogged down. Mm-hmm. And yep. you might say, "Oh, I don't have something for this occasion," but in reality, you probably do. You just oh, maybe yeah. can't see it in front of you. So, oh, all the time, like I like you do. I I keep some of my stuff at my parents' house, mm-hmm. and it's like I'll go over there since my mom shoots all my pictures. I'll go over there. And it's like, I'll look through and it's like, oh my God, I forgot I had this. And it's like, that's really kind of bad. <laughs> I know. Like, so it's like, we, I, I need to take inventory of what I have. And the only way I could do that is by cleaning my closet. And that just sounds very daunting. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Like you, you have to devote a whole day to it. Once you, once you're like nearing the finish line, it feels so good. But getting started is truly the hardest part, like anything else in life. Yes, I would agree with you. I'm in the same boat on that goal. Definitely in the same boat. And, you know, I think it is good to do like a clean out. I I do when I buy stuff, I'm like, okay, I plan on having this forever. And, you know, I still have a lot of things that I've had from like high school. But I we all buy like sometimes trendy pieces or things that like maybe just don't look as cute a few years down the road or like our styles or a taste have changed. So um, I think having all these websites too, and these companies that allow you to donate things now, like, you yeah. know, whether taking it to Goodwill or St. Vincent de Paul or um, thread up all like, we have a lot of options now, which is nice. Oh yeah. Poshmark. Uh, I, yeah. I, I have a Poshmark account that I've never used that I made like seven years ago. Um, oh my God. But I know some, there's like a whole Poshmark community too. Of oh people. yeah find everything on there so maybe that would be a good place to start too yes there's so many different options so yeah definitely so keeping in line with 2021 I thought it would be fun to talk about maybe some trends that we're like seeing or thinking that are going to be big things or maybe things that we've read about that are going to be popular this year obviously fashion is going to be a lot different this year but um we kind of compiled a list of some of our talking points or trends that we're thinking for the year. So one of the ones I wrote down was the color pink and um, just doing some research, like just kind of looking at all the magazines and everything and seeing what other, you know, what editors and what stylists were thinking. I kept seeing pink on like multiple people's lists. 
which is interesting. I mean, I love pink's one of my favorite colors. I wear pink all the time, but one of my theories of why pink is maybe going to be so big this year because I kept seeing bubblegum pink, and obviously that's a very bold color mm-hmm. that maybe a lot of people wouldn't tackle. But I almost think people are wanting just something more cheerful because they mm-hmm. have all been stuck inside. And I don't know. I mean, what's more cheerful than bubblegum pink? So I don't think it's as intimidating of a color as people might think it is. Um, but in my in my thought process, I thought, oh, maybe this is like popular because people just want something cheerful and bright and colorful, you know, after being stuck inside all this time. I completely agree with you on that. And I actually was reading an article uh, yesterday on the owner of Rent the Runway, again, <laughs> Rent the Runway, and she, she was being interviewed on what her plans are for 2021. And basically, she said that if you could have worn it in, I, I could be butchering her words, but basically, she said, if you wore it in 2020, that they were not going to have it on the site. They wanted everything brand new, bold, exciting, colorful, on the site for 2021 because she thinks that in like April, May, people are really going to start wanting to like get out and do things. If the weather's going to start warming up, people are going to start wanting to live their lives and do things because like it's been like this giant cloud. Yes. So it's like they want like something fun to look forward to, some entertainment. And so um, I can definitely see being bright pink being a big thing for 2021 is not my favorite color. I actually am not a fan of pink, but <laughs> I am definitely down to try it. And I think it'll be fun to have something really bold and fun and playful for 2021. So I hope it I hope it really does be a big trend this year. As you were saying that, I was like thinking of outfits that you've worn. And I just realized like, I guess I haven't seen you in that much pink yeah. over the years. That's so weird. It's like that one color that I just, I don't know what it is. I've never been a pink person. And I could, t- like, that's the crazy thing is I could totally see pink looking insane on you just because of like your blonde <laughs> hair and your coloring. Mm-hmm. I feel like pink is like such a good color for blondes. That's I so think, crazy. I think maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, I think people will think like instantly Barbie or mm-hmm. Elle Woods. And and it's like, I'm not a super girly person. So I think maybe that's been like the void on pink. But yeah, just never been a pink person. But I'm down to try it. Yeah, now that I'm like collectively thinking about all your outfits, I'm like, oh my God, like I've never thought about this in depth. But (laughs) I really can't think of a single thing I've worn you like in solid pink. That's so crazy. You You should definitely try it this year. Yes, I should. I it would should. look so um, good on you. <laughs> I will try it. I will try it for you. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so oh, another, <laughs> yes, I, I, I love me some pink. I have way too much of it in my closet. Um, <laughs> something I don't have a lot of in my closet that I feel like I need to get after admitting that I've wore, I'm wearing a local boys' high school sweatpants every single day is a knit matching set. I do not. I don't think I have a single, like, comfy matching set, which I feel like was the fashion piece of 2020. Yeah, I mean, I think they've been pretty big. I I don't know if I have a knit matching set. 
but I'm intrigued by it. I liked how people were doing like the cardigan with the little tank underneath. I don't know exactly how to wear that though, because like if it's like a knit tank underneath, how I know how do you how do you go about that? I don't I haven't figured that out. So maybe that's why I haven't like <laughs> dabbled into it. But I mean, it is really cute, and I would love to try it. I just I guess I haven't been very proactive about trying it. <laughs> well, you're you're posing some very good questions that now I'm thinking of. If you have the shorts on too, do you wear that out in public or is this just like a more of a polished outfit for at home? Because I've seen very cute outfits, but like if it's like one of those like knit or sweater materials, like I can't imagine what kind of shoes you would wear with it. I don't know. Now I'm like the wheels are turning with all sorts of questions. (laughs) All the questions. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Maybe you just wear it at home. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by it. I I was I I almost while I would like to be an early adapter to most things, I don't I don't know if if I will be an early adapter to that one just because I don't understand how that one would work. I almost feel like maybe the maybe its purpose is to feel a little bit more elevated and put together while you're working from home. Yeah, like you're not in true. your radial t shirt like I'm wearing every day. Um but you're also you don't need to put on like a crisp like button down shirt. So maybe it's like a good middle ground. That's true. That's true. I mean, I've seen so many that I, I think are adorable and that I want. Yeah. And I just never buy any because I'm buying I'm buying sequin dresses that I can't wear anytime soon. So <laughs> totally impractical <laughs> shopping shopping things. So, oh God. my gosh. Yes. No. They they I I'm for them. I just haven't quite understood them yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> yes. I we have that in common. So I, I kind of, I'm feeling inspired to look for one, maybe on sale. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen really cute, I, I'll browse at free people sometimes. Like, I feel like I'll yep. have phases with free people. Like, I shop at Anthro all the time. Um, but, yeah, with free people, I'll go, like, I'll look a ton or I won't look, sometimes I'll forget about it. But I feel like I've seen a lot of cute kind of loungewear from free people. Like, stylish, but still comfortable. So, maybe, maybe that's the place to start looking. Yes, free people. Free people is the place to start. Uh, on it. So speaking of comfort, I, I'm I was in I was curious to talk to you about this one and get your opinion. Another theme I'm starting to see is like baggy jeans or just loose fitting pants. Maybe it's a bell bottom. Maybe it's just like completely baggy from the you know the waist all the way down. What what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm obsessed. I feel like that's all I wear now are like loose or baggy or jeans because it's just what's more comfortable for me I feel like Mm -hmm. growing up I was very into sports and whatnot so it's like I I have bigger thighs so like when I wear like tighter pants it's like when I was in like early high school it's like I didn't I liked the tight clothes I didn't mind them and it's like oh those look really tiny it's like nope I feel great they're comfortable but then it's like now as I get older it's like oh like I don't I don't want the tight clothes I want the loose clothes so I think it's really cool and I I almost I know a lot of people don't like the oversized look Mm-hmm. But I actually really love the oversized look, so I'm very for this trend. I I, th- I thought you would be because you've like the times I've seen you wear something more loose, you always do it very well. 
Um, I think it's something that intimidates a lot of people. Uh, I, I haven't talked to any people, but I can just tell, I, I can like <laughs> sense that it intimidates a lot of people, including <laughs> kind of me on the border there a little bit. Um, so that's why I'm making that statement. <laughs> but oh I feel God. like you're good in spirit. Like, yeah, I've seen you wear baggy things and they always look really cute. And I, I've kind of dabbled into like the, the cropped flare pant territory yeah um but i i am seeing some more like tailored like loose pants that i like um Mm -hmm. so maybe that's how i'll get started in this trend and like kind of wade into the waters so i actually saw that uh looser bigger trousers Mm -hmm. are going to be big this year that could be an easy transition for that like just like a good like flared where it's like that would be super slimming and yes. so flattering if you're like high-waisted oh my oh, gosh that could be a good way to dabble I'm, I'm picturing an outfit in my head and it's it's beautiful <laughs> and I think too, <laughs> I think too so I was thinking like if you're gonna wear something very baggy if you're intimidated by trying the baggy situation out I think a good way to do it successfully is to offset it with maybe something more fitted on top uh-huh or if you want to wear a blazer or something. But I think if you're going to wear like a very loose baggy pant and you're, it's not like your territory. Because I feel like skinny jeans or like more fitted has been mm-hmm. kind of the style for the past like decade or so. So I think to feel more comfortable, maybe like a fitted sweater or like a fitted tank top or something. I think that's a good way to balance it out. So you don't feel like I think a lot of people are worried about feeling really frumpy. Yeah, so I was reading about this, actually. Uh, Another good tip that I was reading is that if you want to do, like, the the oversized on top and the oversized on bottom, a good tip is to make sure you're either showing your wrists or your ankles, because that's the skinniest part on your body, Mm. and it'll show a little bit more that you are not that large. (laughs) (laughs) That's... (laughs) I feel like that, I, that's a very good tip. I have abnormally small wrists, so um, I'll definitely be utilizing that because um, the rest of me is not so skinny after, after being inside for a year. <laughs> that's a good tip. Like that's a very good styling tip, though, because um, I th- I really feel like that's the number one kit, like fear with people of like, oh my god, something super baggy, like that just will not work with me. So I think that is like genius and it's so easy. Well, yeah. So it's like, if you want to do like a baggy jean and then like an oversized blazer, that's really big right now. If you like, just like roll up the Mm -hmm. sleeves, it shows the wrist. So it's like, it shows, it's like a weird way to show your body. I don't, I was reading it and I was like, that makes so much sense. Like so much. Like why am I just now discovering this? Like, well, you, you know how I feel like he has that down to a science, his master, that J. Creel. Like, oh, yeah. J. Creel styling, like the Jenna Lyons style. Like, oh, that is, they are so good at rolling a sleeve or rolling a blazer. I still haven't been able to master the J. Creel sleeve roll, but I, yeah. I feel like if you need, and it's like, I feel like what you're saying is so on point and perfect. And I feel like if somebody needs a visual listening to this to like look at the J Crew website yeah. or catalog, because they are perfect at like rolling up a like a pair of jeans or yeah, a blazer. So I think that's a very good tip. 
Yeah, or type in Jenna Lyons on Instagram. Yeah, that's much yeah. easier. I oh my god, her style that that could, that should be a whole other episode that we do because I feel like uh, we could talk okay. a lot about that. Oh yes, Jenna Lyons, she's awesome. <laughs> so on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of baggy jeans, I wrote down bra tops because I feel like I'm seeing like not even crop tops, like literal almost like bikini tops or bra tops as tops so personally (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i feel about it i i think i'm leaning towards more of a no only because like i said i like oversized things and then you go like you said the opposite spectrum something very tight something very revealing which it works on a lot of people um i don't know i i think that might be one trend that i just maybe don't care to dabble in actually no i take that back i take that back (laughs) the only way i think i could really like dabble into it is if the bra top was like over top of something Mm -hmm. yep i think i think that would be the only way i could like really dabble into that it's just not my scene. I know. I, I yeah. I've I figured we'd probably be, be both in agreement yeah. on this. And I know, I mean, for a multitude of reasons. Um, one of which I feel like I'd get arrested for indecent exposure. I can I I could never I don't even wear bikini tops anymore. <laughs> I wear one piece swimsuits. Like the thought of me wearing a bra top in public is horrifying even in my condo is horrifying i can't even imagine <laughs> god <laughs> the thought of it makes me like queasy <laughs> oh my gosh oh, but I, I had to put it in there because i feel like i'm seeing it everywhere obviously it's much more editorial yes and everyone definitely. who's wearing it is is able to physically wear one because they look really good and don't have a massive chest but yeah yeah I would say it's definitely a, a trend for the smaller end of the spectrum people. Yes. I have not been on that end of that spectrum since seventh grade, but yes, I would agree, agree with you. God. And I was thinking too, so if I was thinking if I had, if I was forced to wear a bra top, like I didn't have any other tops, I was out of town or something and, you know, they lost my luggage. How would I wear if I was forced to wear something like that? How would I wear it? And I think for me personally, I would I probably wouldn't even show off the bra top it, top itself. I'd probably pair it with like an oversized blazer that was oh. almost like a blazer dress, like super yeah. long blazer, oversized everywhere. Make sure it has buttons or something or like belt it and just maybe let it peek out a little bit. But you're, you're yes. still covering your midsection. But you can still maybe experiment with the bra top like trend, but still feel like you're not being exposed, if that makes That's sense. That's very true. I didn't think about that. That's very true. That would be I I, I could I think I could do that. Yeah. Maybe. That's a maybe little bit more approachable in the yes. right setting. But oh, yeah. maybe like a little bla- like draping the blazer off your shoulder a little bit, or I don't know. I feel like there's there's ways to do it, but they're very limited. Uh, I would agree. And I, I probably agree. still would never do it if I had the choice. So, <laughs> but if anybody wants to teach their own. 
Yes, literally. Yes. I think it looks good on some people. It's, it really does. Cool. Like the course, I love like the corset style or like the lingerie yes. look. Like I think it's gorgeous. Um, I just think you have to have like the, per- like, yes, maybe smaller chested or the right, the, the rest of your outfit has to be kind of on point to match the bra top too. So it's, I don't know. It's limiting, but it can be done for sure. <laughs> not that it really matters, but I feel like if we had like a, a boot, like a bustier or like a, a corset type deal and I walked out, I feel like Ben would just be like, what are you wearing? Yeah. Like, like where's the rest of your outfit? <laughs> like a fashion. <laughs> I think. Don't question. I think he usually just doesn't question and he, he really likes like some of the fun stuff, but like this one, I feel like he would be like, yo, what, what do you wear? <laughs> yeah. We're not leaving yet until you put on <laughs> a lot more clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. I think I'd get the same response. So you're not yeah. alone there. <laughs> so veering into territory with a little bit more fabric I also wrote down polos. I am obsessed with polo shirts. Um, I actually just ordered a bunch from Lacoste. They have not arrived yet. So my twenty my 2021 um, statement about shopping less starts in a few weeks. But I actually it was on sale. So I am going with my, my sale uh, comments. But yeah, I, I've been like obsessed with polos for the past year. Um, I still kept all my Lacoste polos from high school. I love like polo sweaters with like a polo collar. Um, no. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people think polos, they, they just think that you're going to go golfing or something like that. But I think there's yeah. a, I think there's a way to make a polo very stylish and preppy without looking too buttoned up. But I want, what are your thoughts on polos? So I, uh, it's been a while since I've worn a polo, I will admit. Um, but I think, I think they might come back more in like the spring, summer. I feel like they're like a fun preppy punch for the warmer seasons. Yep. Maybe. Um, But I think, you know, I think Blair Edie does a really good job. I think she, she's not always preppy, but she's, I think there was like one outfit where she was wearing, oh my gosh, you have the sweater. It's like a rainbow plaid cardigan and she wore a green polo with it. Yes. And I was like, that is really cute. It's it's super preppy, but it's super cute. So, and then the tennis skirts came back last year. Yeah. So it could be very in tune with the polo shirt. Yeah, I think, um, I think people who have done kind of the preppier look, have been done in a really nice editorial way to make it look more elevated and more maybe yeah. elegant or stylish. Um, so I don't know. Cause yeah, I mean, obviously in high school and stuff, when I was younger, I dressed like pretty preppy. Um, mm-hmm. And I love like, I, I mean, half of my closet is like colored, like button downs. Like I have like yep. silk, like colorful stripes or like all sorts of different colors or like mm-hmm. I have big bow blouses with collars. And I've just always loved kind of like, that masculine but feminine look. Yes, me too. And me I think too. just like a casual, like, yeah, I've seen a lot of like polo sweaters that aren't buttoned up. They're just literal sweaters with like a collar on them. I think oh, that's a really like, those. yeah, casual way to do it. And um, some of the Lacoste polos I just ordered, like I ordered, it's not a Kelly green. It's almost like a more muted. I'm trying to think of the shade of green. 
Um, it's like a lighter, I'd say it's a few shades lighter than Kelly green. And I don't know. I feel like I could just make it really cute with like a white skirt or just something like I love loafers. So I think I have a lot of menswear inspired pieces in my closet, but I, I try to make them feminine with like jewelry or wearing like fun makeup Mm -hmm. or some, you know, accessorizing. So I don't know. I think anticipating spring and summer, like you said, just, I don't know. I bought some colorful polos. So I, I think this is more of a personal thing that I'm excited for this year, but I love, I love the fashion menswear inspired pieces. I love loafers too. I love collared things. I love yes. all of that. I think the thing that's like kind of blocking me is the actual element of polos mm-hmm. where it might, for me might be a little bit harder to envision, but I still think it would be so fun to play around with. And yeah, I think you're going to create some awesome looks with your new cost polos. I'm excited. And I actually, speaking of like how you wear it and stuff, I went up a little bit in size because I was kind of how I'm feeling right now with like my love for polos is more of an oversized, like relaxed fit. Um, so I, I went up a size and I do have like a larger chest too. So I was kind of worried in that regard as well, but I was picturing just like, you know, a tailored bottom or a skirt or something and loafers and just maybe a looser fit and either like buttoning up all the buttons to the top to make it really like polished and prim and proper or almost like the complete opposite and leaving it all unbuttoned and just like a really loose, like, you know, almost like you just threw it on look. So I don't know. Yeah, I, that's, that's, a, that's another thing. I feel like with polos, I usually think that they have to be tight. But that's the thing. They don't. They can be relaxed and oversized, which is, okay, once you said relaxed, that that opens my mind <laughs> to the idea of it. I know. I feel like people immediately think of like, for me, this is when I was in like eighth grade or freshman year of high school. We would wear two polos and pop both collars. Yes. So I feel like that's what people are probably thinking. And it was like very tight. I don't know how we put two on our bodies at once. Um, But I feel like this is the graduated version in my head, at least. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Take off a polo and make it a little bit bigger. (laughs) (laughs) We've simplified. Yes. We're growing up. Oh, gosh. So on to like shoes. I mean, I feel like, yeah, like we were saying earlier, we haven't been wearing a lot of heels this past year. And it's kind of, yeah, weird time for footwear because if we're not leaving our house, you don't really need a lot of shoes. But something that I've been seeing a lot in my searching is just more comfortable footwear. So again, I feel like athleisure isn't going anywhere, like the sneaker look. And I've seen for heels just more like I've seen the flat form. So it's Mm -hmm. like the whole platform all the way across or more of a block heel. Because, I mean, stilettos just, I feel like, are not practical right now. No. Um, so, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on just more of a comfy type of shield? I would 100% agree. I I don't think athletic shoes are going away anytime soon. All flats. Um, loafers are going to, I think loafers are going to be really big. They were big this year, I feel like. Well, mm-hmm. if you I love loafers. Yeah, I love loafers. <sighs> I have loafers on now. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I I think definitely the flat footwear is going to be the thing. It's like it almost makes you think 
are stilettos going to come back? My mom actually asked me that question. She's like, do you think they'll come back? And I was like, I think they'll come back, but it's like, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if they will in 2021. That's a, Yeah. That's a very good question for your mom. I'm trying to think. I know I've never been like, I, I do have like a good amount of stilettos and stuff, but mine have never been like crazy high. I've just never been yeah. into that super high heel. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like it's one of those things you need a few pairs of in your closet just for whatever occasion might come up. But I definitely in recent years have been like everything I buy anymore is like a block heel or a loafer yeah. or an Oxford. Like I either yeah. love a heel that's nice and thick and chunky um, or just a really cute sporty flat. Yes, exactly. 100% agree with that. That's really interesting. I, I think it will be an interesting – I mean, I think the whole fashion world in general is kind of like adapting and struggling right now. But footwear especially, if you're only yeah. in that like stiletto market, um, that's a really good – I did not think about that. But that is really interesting because I think the pandemic made people rethink their fashion choices and like wanting to be more comfortable. And like obviously stilettos can look really pretty, but – I think all women can agree that they're most of them are pretty painful. So I think I definitely could see them drastically kind of dwindling in popularity. So we'll have to like be on the lookout for that. That's, that's super interesting. Yes. We'll come back on that. End of 2021. (laughs) We'll do a follow up on footwear trends. (laughs) (laughs) What's up? Gosh, I know I will not be wearing my stilettos this year, so I'm very much looking forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) Very excited. So I wanted to get some of your ideas for trends or just shopping habits for this coming year too. And I know one of the topics you wrote down was conscious consumption, which I know we talked a little bit about earlier, but do you see that kind of being popular again this year too? Oh, yeah. I think with the rise of like thrifting and um, I shouldn't say the rise of Rent the Runway and like businesses like that, because Rent the Runway has been around for a while, but I think people are going to look for other options and just buying things online. So I think, and uh, sustainably buying things nonstop is just not good on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. So I think, people are just going to be a lot more conscious on what they're buying, what's in their clothes. Um, And yeah, I, I don't think it'll be like a complete switch, but I think people will start thinking about it more. Yeah. I I definitely think you're right. And yeah, I think this year just made this past year made people reassess everything and you know, just what's maybe more important in life. And I think, you know, I think there are still so many people pushing like just like massive consumerism, which obviously like, you know, we all love to shop and stuff, but Mm -hmm. I think just being more mindful about what you're buying and like the purpose behind it, like, is this something I'm going to wear for a long time? Or like, will this get a good second home down the road? Um, I think, I think a big trend in the past few years, at least in like the influencer blogging community is like pushing certain brands or companies that like maybe make people big affiliate commissions or a lot of, you know, and just like, I don't know, just some of the stuff I see people like buying or pushing. And it's just like, you read reviews of things and they have horrible reviews or they like fall apart or 
there's a whole other set of like things going on behind the scenes of how they were made. And I think a lot more consumers are getting more savvy to that. So mm-hmm. hopefully that'll start to dwindle and people will just be more smart about what they're buying or saying like, am I buying this because I love it? Or am I just buying this because, you know, it can make me a sale or, you know, yeah. I, I'm going to wear it once and then like throw it away or something. Well, then the other thing is like, if, if, if you're constantly buying stuff, you're constantly having stuff, stuff in your right. house. And so it's like, what do you do with all of it? You have to like get rid of it somehow. So then it's like, that's kind of a pain in the butt to get rid of it. So it's like, I think people this year are just going to be a lot more, uh, what's the word? I don't know. I guess just more, uh, conscious for the lack yeah. of better words but of what they are buying. Yeah, that's very well said. So another item that you had talked about too is outdoor apparel. So maybe pieces that are made more out of like a performance fabric. Yeah. So I think that kind of like ties in with a little bit of athletic wear, mm-hmm. which um I think that's a good thing of what people are going to be after, especially with like lounge wear. I think athletic wear is like kind of right in line with that. Um, but the, also the, the thing that I've been seeing a lot in 2020, if people were traveling, they were going outdoors, they were going hiking. I think the outdoor realm of just like exploring nature and stuff is becoming really big. And it's like, at first I thought it was just because like Ben, my boyfriend is a really big hiker. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it's like so many people are wanting to go out and to like hike and see what's out in nature. So I think just like uh, fabrics that help better nature and help better the environment and that help um, like while you're hiking so mm-hmm. that you aren't sweating all the time or just like that. I think there's going to be a rise of that. Yeah. I, I think you're totally on point with that. And I think, yeah, this year, like when, when everything shut down, like in March and April and people were maybe home from work for a while or just, you know, not able to do much. I think even people who weren't outdoor type of people um, started exploring more and saying like, wow, this is incredible. And like, yeah. This makes me feel really good. And this is a good mental release. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think, I think you definitely have a point there. And I know I've tried to spend more time outside. And I think in the warmer months too, during the pandemic, like I feel like everyone just became so appreciative and grateful of the ability to go outside and enjoy the weather. Yeah. And I think now that it's winter for, you know, most of the country's really cold right now. So I think everyone's anticipating when they can go outside again. So I, think that is outdoor apparel and like performance and like moisture wicking and all that stuff. Yep. I think that whole sector is probably doing very well right now. Oh yeah. Like I was watching something on uh shark tank and it was like some blanket that sold at REI, but he, he went to shark tank cause he wanted to get investments to go into performance wear. So I was like, Oh, oh interesting. Maybe. So I think, I think the athletic realm might start gearing towards people that are just like out in nature and hiking. And Mm -hmm. obviously, well, plus I didn't think about this. 
with 2020, a lot of sports were not happening or not happening on their normal time. Whereas hiking, you can get out and just go do it. I mean, yeah, that's very true. Way. I didn't think about that till just now. But. Yeah, no, that's so true. I, I think people are just so appreciative of that. And again, going along with the theme of comfort now, I think people mm-hmm. just want to be comfort comfortable and maybe you're not dressing to impress as much anymore. Like you're just dressing for yourself and what makes you happy. So I think that perfectly goes along with that. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I actually am really excited you wrote this next point down because I've been so curious to hear people's thoughts on it. And it's the Pantone colors of the year. There are two this year. Um, I forget the exact like color, like yeah. shades, but it's gray and yellow as you wrote down. Mm-hmm. And for, what are your thoughts? I'm dying to know your thoughts on these colors. I am very pro them. First of all, I am obsessed with yellow. So yes. I, I am all about the yellow. And I really like the gray. I saw that like gray denim is going to be a big thing. Mm, and interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too. And I, I do, if I'm going to wear a neutral, as I'm wearing black now, but um, <laughs> I usually don't wear black. If I'm going to wear a neutral, I'll wear like a tan or a gray. Mm-hmm. So I like that there will be more options with gray. And I'm always down for yellow. Give me yellow for anything and I'll, yeah. I'll wear it. So You I do yellow it. well. You do yellow very well. <laughs> I love yellow. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love you. I don't have, I'm trying to think. I, I do have a good amount of yellow pieces, but I love yellow. And it's one of the, like, I feel like I have a lot of solid yellow pieces. That's and, okay. That's um, fair. Yeah, I feel like like you're good at yellow all across the board. I have some, like, yellow printed things. But um, I feel like, yeah, when I'm in the mood to wear yellow, like, I want to make, like, a yellow statement. And it is, like, solid yellow. And it's yeah. just such a cheerful, fun color. So, I, th- I mean, at first, when I, I'll admit, when I first saw these two colors, I was a little bit skeptical. And not as much mm-hmm. about the yellow, but more so about the gray. Um, Ooh, why? I don't even know. Because I do have some gray pieces in my closet. But I would say gray is definitely one of my least worn colors ever in my life. Um, I'm wearing gray sweatpants right now. But that's pretty much as gray as it gets in my closet. Um, I don't know. I think I just love, I know you and I both love color and, Mm -hmm. um, I think I just always gravitate toward bright colors. And I think in terms of neutrals for me, I love like brown, black, and white. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, gray has just never been kind of in my arsenal of colors. Um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think as I sit with them a little bit longer, I've grown with this color palette more. And I think seeing them mix with outfits will be interesting. And I, I could totally see you mixing gray and yellow and doing it very well. Mm-hmm. So I think I just need to see it done. And I think too, maybe being in real estate, gray has been such a popular color in houses mm. for like years now. Um, and I keep seeing mixed things about people saying like, oh, mate, gray's on the way out for home decor. Like it's just been used so much now over the years and people are saying oh it's going to shift more warm again so i don't know i just interesting i just have a weird i i I don't mind gray like it's it's not offensive to me i just like it's never been one of my top things so i think i i was just surprised when i first saw it well are you more like warm toned are you cool toned are you more neutral 
I don't, I actually weirdly, this would be another fascinating thing to talk about. I did like one of those color tests a few weeks ago online and it was like, you uploaded a picture of yourself uh-huh. and like it kind of picked out your palette for you. I'm trying to remember what it said, but I don't know. I kind of try, I try to like do a little bit of everything. I love green and blue, obviously, um, which obviously would be cooler toned. But like right now I'm wearing red. I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I One thing I will say, I'm not into like pastel colors. Mm. At least on me. I don't think they've ever like, I don't think I look good in blush at all. Like if I'm wearing pink, like we talked I about, blush. I will wear hot pink or like bubblegum pink or like a vivid pink. Like I just have never felt like muted colors have looked good on me. Like most of my closet is like a vibrant shade of a color. If that makes sense. I wonder if you're more warm tone because I was reading that if you like, first of all, if you hold up like a white piece of paper to your skin, does it turn more blue or does it turn more green? Oh, and if that's like, if that's like hard to do, then another section is to like, look at your veins. And if they're more blue purple, you're cool toned. If they're more greeny, then you're more warm toned. Oh, I think I'm more blue purple. No, oh, well, then maybe you are cool toned. Interesting. I, I'm going to do some much deeper dives on this because I'm fascinated by it. What are you? Yeah. Are you warm toned? Uh, I think I don't know. See, I'm a little, I'm a little confused on it because it's like I, I'm thinking of like the colors that I like to wear, and I really mm-hmm. like to wear blue, so that makes sense with cool toned. Yeah. But then I really like to wear yellow, which is warm toned. So I think. Maybe we're both like cool, cool neutral. Mm-hmm. Cause like neutral can like play around with like all colors and they like all colors. So I yeah. think maybe we're more like cool neutral. I, I could definitely see that. Cause I think we, yeah, we both like to like play with the whole spectrum of the rainbow. And I think for the most part, all those colors like, you know, work on us. Like, I don't think there, I don't, I can't think of a color other than like, yeah, blush or something that looks like horrible. Uh, that I've worn like I I feel like I know what colors I like and look good on me and I know what does not yeah well and then it was like when you said you like to wear if neutrals you like to wear brown black and white and that's usually what warm tones Mm -hmm. like to wear and then cool tone people like to wear like tans grays creams that's so interesting yeah so that's why I thought you were warm toned originally gosh we'll have to we should do something with that down the road that'd be really fun yeah, that would be, it's it's it is fascinating because it's like all color theory. So it goes back to art. So it's like, oh, I love this. It's cr- I was on Reddit a few weeks ago and I took some time. Like I'm like obsessed with this is completely off tangent, but I love Bravo and Real Housewives. And I was reading like <laughs> a subreddit that I read every single night, Bravo Real Housewives. And someone <laughs> someone did like a color testing of all the Real Housewives, and they like pulled. <laughs> pictures of them from the internet and like it was the dumbest thing but I read every word of it and just like ate it all up and then I took my own color test at like 1am and uh, was uploading pictures of myself and I was like I spent a very large chunk of my time on it and yeah I I kept getting different results like I was it was very late I need to redo it but it is fascinating like that whole color scheme and like what works with your skin tone I didn't even know that was a whole thing. And it's it's just so cool and interesting. And I think it really, people who maybe aren't as fashion inclined or like never know how to dress themselves, I think it's especially helpful 
for people who are maybe intimidated by color. Yes. Um, Because I, again, you and I both love color. So I think a lot of fashion related things don't scare us or intimidate us for the most part. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's always so crazy when people say they're afraid of color. Cause I think I, I never can like relate to that too much, but I, I, I would understand. I think knowing your like skin tone and all that would be maybe helpful for people. Oh yeah. It's like what, yeah. Like you said, when people say they're scared of color, I'm like, well, I'm scared of neutrals. So. I know. <laughs> Me too. So much. So I like I'll wear a black and white outfit and that, that actually was another trend I was seeing a lot of like black and white, which I love black and white, but. Oh, like the checkered. Yeah. Checkered. Um, like just mixing like almost like interwoven black and white and stuff. And, um, Ooh. like kind of like a color blocked black and white, but yeah, so I love black and white together too. But yeah, there's something about like completely neutral outfits that like almost gives me anxiety. Like, yeah, I'll lean so all the way in to like, all, like I'll wear an all white outfit where it's like all monotone white and think it's like really cool. But there's like certain situations I'm like, if there's no color present, like I'll wear a pink lip. But if there's no color present, I'm like, I can't. Yes, it's like what, what, what where's my happening? I'm malfunctioning. <laughs> I'm glad we get it. I know I'm glad we could talk about these things because yes, yes, because everybody's like, oh, I love neutrals. And I'm like, I know because I don't understand. Them. I just don't understand. I'm glad that we shared that love of color. Yes, so yes. the last thing you put on here too, which I found very interesting, um, is pop up shops and just more you know related to the whole industry. And I, I think it's really. True. And it's really cool. And I would love to hear more of your thoughts on that. Yeah. So I saw it. And at first I was like, that's interesting. Is that really going to happen since uh, a ton of businesses are closing down their brick and mortars? So it's like, why would pop-up shop be a good idea? But it's like some of like the bigger, like larger named companies like Nordstrom, Dillard's, and stuff like that they're starting to have pop-ups and like there's a pop-up there's an Ulta pop-up in Kohl's I think there's a Sephora pop-up in Penny. um I just found out Dillard's has a pop has a in Crestview Hills has a uh what goes around comes around uh oh, vintage yeah. pop-up shop in in Dillard's in Crestview and it's like there's so many pop-ups so it's like maybe this is their way to kind of keep a brick and mortar style presence but at a more conservative level mm-hmm. so they can still play the game but they can utilize the like bigger household names to do it that's really interesting and I think I think definitely things are taking a more collaborative approach. Yeah. Um, Like I know Blue Mercury, where I get a lot of my makeup, they have an outpost inside of Macy's. And um, that's, yeah, like it's awesome because, you know, maybe people don't shop at Macy's as much anymore, but they love Blue Mercury. So then they can go in there and then it's right next to the shoe section. So they can kind of like start browsing. And I think it's really smart. And I think, yeah, you're seeing more collaboration type things. And I think too, there's something interesting. It almost feels like maybe you're discovering something unique, like to have a little outpost from Ulta or Sephora. 
Yeah. And like one of the maybe bigger box stores. You can kind of browse and it feels more boutique in yeah. the big store. That's cool. I didn't think of it in that aspect where it's more unique and it feels more personal and like you found something super cool. Yeah. You had to go find it in the store. And yeah, no, I think that's really cool. cool Yeah. I I actually worked at Macy's for a summer in college my freshman year and um, I worked at the Kenwood one and they actually had a section. I cannot remember the name of it now, but it was like a pad of like the women's area and um it was all like, it was like a boutique the way it was set up. So you would have like Hudson jeans or like all these different, like more unique brands that like aren't as mass produced. Um, and they had it set up where it was almost like going into like a boutique, but it was in the middle of Macy's. See, it's cool. And it was so cool. I think they got rid of it. And after and I was like, gosh, that was one of like the best things they had going. Um, because I think maybe people have veered away from some of the, like the really big stores because everything might feel the same or it feels like there's so many of something. And I think a lot of people are craving that uniqueness or feeling like you discovered something, which going back to yeah. thrifting, that's why thrifting I feel like is so big too. Just wanting to mm-hmm. like stand out from the pack or find something that maybe is unique to you that nobody else has. Yes, I, I completely agree. Uh, so I'm I'm very pumped to see more pop-up shops. Yeah, that, that, I, I didn't even think about that, but that was I'm really glad you put that on there because that's so true. And I, I think it'll be the start of something that we'll start seeing a lot more of, too. I hope so. Yeah, I know it's not like a fashion trend. I mean, it kind of is, but not like literal clothing trend. But yeah, I saw that and I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, I think I think there's going to just be like complete sh- industry shifts across the board, whether it's like with what we're wearing or just how we buy things or how it's offered or sold. Like, I, so I think it's really fascinating, like the business side of things, too. Oh, yeah. I, I'm super intrigued by it. Like, I mean, I went to school for fashion, like basically the business of fashion. So it's like I love talking about business fashion. I know. I, I like, I love reading articles. Like it's so fascinating. Like just the whole other side of it that people don't know about is like, and you, the knowledge you have, I'm sure is insane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who knows, but I'll have to remember some of it from, from school, but oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it well, is this, really cool. this was so awesome, Brianna. It was so nice chatting with you again. I wish we were in person, but hopefully we'll be in person again soon. And um, can you tell everyone where they can like follow you? You have the best outfits and you're just a big color and fashion inspiration. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me on again. I always love coming on here because we always have so much to talk about I know. And with, with our love of clothes. I feel like this is a long one, <laughs> long episode, but... If you make it all the way to the end, you can find me at um, underscore coming in clutch on Instagram, actually across all social media platforms. And then my website is comingandclutch.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brianna. I'm sure you'll be on again soon. And thank you so much for chatting about all things fashion. Yeah, thank you for having me. Bye, guys. And everyone go follow Brianna. She's awesome. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) 